This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, February 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Well, it's Budget Day here in Washington and Presidential Primary Day in New Hampshire. The White House this morning releases President Obama's spending and revenue proposals for fiscal 17. The budget will contain a few new proposals, as well as some old ideas the White House has offered up before. Congressional Republicans have wasted no time blasting the president's proposed $10 a barrel tax on oil. But for President Obama, the budget lays out some markers, including the tax on oil, that the president hopes will frame the political debates heading into the election and the next administration. If the president could have his way, the tax on oil would be the nation's next big step toward reducing greenhouse gas emissions and developing a greener transportation system. The top Democrat on the House Budget Committee, Chris Van Hollen, is attacking Republicans for not even scheduling a hearing on the budget. He says it's the latest evidence that the Tea Party controls this Congress. We'll be watching to see if the budget repeats the president's proposals to cut crop insurance. As we reported last week, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says the cuts to the program that the White House proposed before weren't necessarily needed to cut the deficit, but were simply, in his words, good policy. A few other details of the budget have already been released, including the oil tax and proposed doubling of funding for agriculture research through the USDA's Agriculture and Food Research Initiative. The money would go to land-grant universities and other institutions to study priority issues. President Obama wants more money for conservation. The president also wants to double funding for the Land and Water Conservation Fund, which uses oil and gas drilling fees to buy land for parks and to protect forest and wildlife habitat. Congressional authorization for the fund lapsed last September because of concerns raised by Republicans about how the money is used, but the program was reauthorized for three years in the omnibus spending bill that Congress passed back in December. The president's 2017 budget asks Congress to permanently authorize the fund and would pay for a variety of projects from New England to Hawaii. If you'd like more details on the president's budget and congressional reaction, it'll be in this week's edition of of the AgriPulse newsletter. USDA expected to raise its grain stocks forecast. The Ag Department will release this month's World Agriculture Supply and Demand Estimates Report, the WASDE report, today at noon Eastern. The department is expected to raise its estimate for corn ending stocks. The recent drop in oil prices already has been pulling down grain and soybean prices. Some lawmakers want to buy more rice for refugees. The Obama administration has been buying a lot less rice for distribution to the poor overseas, and lawmakers from several rice-growing states want to see that turn around. Rice stocks are down a bit from last year, but a letter the lawmakers have sent to the USDA and the U.S. Agency for International Development says there's plenty of rice on hand to be used as food aid after last year's strong crops. Just 15,000 metric tons of rice were distributed through the Food for Peace program in fiscal 15. That's down from 60,000 tons in 2013. Lawmakers say, with a strong crop of rice this past year resulting in significant shocks, we see a clear opportunity to provide greater assistance in an even more economical fashion to help those in need as a result of the refugee crisis. 
Well, AgriPulse is on the road this week. AgriPulse senior editor Philip Brasher will be in Des Moines today talking to the Agribusiness Association of Iowa about the outlook for food and agriculture policy in D.C. AgriPulse president Sarah Wyatt is briefing members of the National Oilseed Processors Association on the AgriPulse nationwide poll of farmers. The group also will be hearing today from Darcy Vetter, the president's chief agriculture negotiator. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, February 9th. Our thanks to AgriPulse Senior Editor Philip Brasher and the rest of the AgriPulse staff for their insight. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agriculture and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.